Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Rick Kiley. For more information about Abundant Life Church, please visit www.abundantlifechurch.org. 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 13. For as the body is one and has many members, all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, bond or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. And I'm gonna talk to you for a few minutes on this subject, my part in his body. My part in his body. And before you're seated today, I've asked Brother Imel to be my reader today. And so I'm gonna ask him if he will read from 1 Corinthians 12, 14 through 16 in just a moment. But I want to lay the foundation for you um, as to why and how this message came together. By one spirit, the Bible says, we are all baptized into one body. One body. And the Lord, through 1 Corinthians 12, is trying to show us that just as there is a physical body, there is also a spiritual body. This is actually a parable in which he describes to us and illustrates to us how we are to function as a spiritual body. All right, so Brother Imel, 12 through, or 1 Corinthians 12, 14 through 16. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body. It is therefore not of the body. And if the ear shall say, because I am not an eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? Sometimes we want to be something that we are not. Okay? Um, There are certain parts of the body that seem more important than others, but all of them are very, very important. Even your appendix. I don't have one anymore. But your appendix is important. And anytime you lose a part of the body, the body becomes less. But the other parts of the body will pick up for it. But the point that we're trying to make right here is you may be asked to be a part of the body that you would prefer not to be. And none of you gets to be the head. Okay, none of us get to be the head. So we have to be content with our part in the body. And we must not boycott, protest what our part in the body is. And we'll see why in just a moment. All right, 17 through 18. If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? And if the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? But now hath God set the members every one of them in the body as it hath pleased him. Ah, there's the key. We are placed in the body as it pleases him, not necessarily as it pleases us. Now, I know this is going to sound corny, but it's just to make a point. If the whole body were an eye, how would it move? It has no ability to be mobile. How would it smell? How would it communicate? It could see, but the rest of the functions that are absolutely necessary to life 
are lacking and lost because we think only the eye is important. All parts of the body are important. Can I get an amen? And God makes you the part that he wants you to be as it pleases him, even if it doesn't please you. Now, I'm gonna say something here that I, I, I know I'm speaking to mature people. I have seen some people that have missed their ministry because they wanted to be something that God never asked them to be. But it, it seemed like it was a prestigious position. And so they sought to be something that they were not because it pleased them. You will stumble, you will have great difficulty, you will miss your calling if you don't accept what God is calling you to be even if it's not what you want to be as it pleases him. All right, let's go to uh, 19 through 21. And if they were all one member, where were the body? But now they were many members, yet but one body. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor get the head to the feet, I have no need of you. So here's the point. We need each other. We need each other. Thank God for hands. Thank God for eyes and ears, even a big nose. Thank God for it. It works. It functions to benefit the entire body. We need each other. That's why when I hear people say, well, you know, I don't need to go to church. I can go sit in a tree. I like sitting in trees. I like being outdoors on a nice day. But I, I, don't, I don't need to go to church. Wait a minute, there's two things you need to consider. You do need to be in church. You do need to be a part of the body. And the body needs you. It's not just about you. Well, I don't need to go to church today. I'm doing pretty good and I'm, I'm pretty, well, what about the body? What about the body? Maybe the body needs you. Now here, let me share this with you. I'm gonna skip out of, of, of where we are and I'm gonna go backwards now and I'm gonna ask Brother Imel to read 1 Corinthians 12, seven through 11. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Let me stop you. Who's included in the gifts of the Spirit? Everybody. Every man means everyone, okay? Every one of us has at least one gift, and we don't even know it. That's what the scripture says. Given to every man to profit everybody. And we don't even know sometimes what our gift is. So we're going to read about what these gifts are. Okay, please continue. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. By all these worketh that one and the same self-spirit dividing to every man severally as he will. So how many gifts may a person have? 
severally is the answer. You will have at least one, but you could have more. You could have one, you could have five, or you could have nine. Oh, I don't believe anybody could have nine. Why not? If God divides the gifts severally as he wills, for the profit, again, the profit of the body, not the profit of the person. The glory of God, not the glory of man. I want you to think about that. This is about enhancing the body. Now there are nine gifts that we just read and they are divided into three groups. Okay? The three groups are the ability, there they are on the screen for you, the ability to know, the ability to act, and the ability to speak. And every one of you has at least one. Take a look at them. What's your gifting? Not your place. We're talking about the place in the body, but now we're talking about the gifting in the body. What is your gifting? Not what would you like to be or what would you like to be used in, but what is it that God has given you, gifted you with to benefit the body? And do you have a desire to be used in spiritual gifts. Now the most visible gifts, obviously, are the audible gifts, the speaking gifts. But there are still six other gifts that probably aren't noticed as much because they're not vocalized. And would you pray about this? As the body, would you pray about this as the body of Christ? Lord, I wanna be used I want to be gifted in the body of Christ for the profit of everyone, not for the glory of myself. So if we're in a season of prayer and fasting, I'm trying to make you think and I'm, I'm trying to get you to seek after God for your place and for your gifting in the body of Christ. All right? So um, here's a point I wanted to make. I, and I know I've said this before, but it bears repeating. I, I know that people get sick, and sometimes they can't be in church. That's understandable. Call, get some prayer. Ask us to pray for you. Call the, call the church office and say, hey, I want the pastor to be aware that I'm sick and I'm asking for prayer if you can't be here. I know sometimes that companies get real busy seasons and they have to work overtime and, and your boss says to you, you absolutely have to work this time because we gotta get this job out. It's very, very important to our company. I understand that. And I know that people take vacations and I don't have a problem with vacations either. But outside of those three reasons, I can't find a good reason for not being in church. I can't. I think sometimes we can get, our flesh can get just a little bit lazy. And you got to push it. I'm tired. I don't want to go. Not good enough. Not good enough. You're going. You got to talk to your flesh. 
You gotta say, listen, buddy, I know what you want, but I know what I should do. And I'm gonna do what I should do. I don't need it. What about the body? The body needs it. You might be the one that God uses to heal somebody in a service. And if you're absent, so is your gifting. And so is your place. So I want you to prayerfully consider that. Prayerfully consider that. First Corinthians, let's go back. <clears throat> let's go back to 1 Corinthians 12. Now we're going to go to 22 through 25. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor. And our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness, for, we, for our comely parts have no need. But God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacked. And there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. Okay. Now, there are certain parts of the body that we're not going to talk about that are necessary. Okay? And they may appear to be less honorable. But you get a toothache. And the whole body is suffering. Amen? You get a migraine headache. What happens to the rest of the body? And, and the body needs to minister to the body when it's injured. Right? If you're, did you know that if your body is cut accidentally, the body knows what to do? White corpuscles rush to the area. They're trying to, to stop the bleeding. They're trying to, to scab the area. Your, bo your body goes through all kinds of functions for self-preservation. Anytime it feels injured, you stub your toe. Your hands immediately go there to start rubbing it and bring it back to proper feeling. Your legs say, walk on it. The body does everything it needs to do to take care of itself. Amen? Amen. And, and that's one of the really great things about the body. And so even the less honorable, you say, well, what do you do at the church? Well, I, I pick up papers. I take out the trash. Well, you're not important. People who take out the trash aren't important. Really? Would you like to walk into trash on Sunday morning? Would you like the smell of, of food in garbage containers because nobody took out the trash? Would you like to go into bathrooms that are not prepared for people? There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that would appear to be less honorable than standing in a pulpit or singing in a choir. But all of these things are functional. Aren't you glad somebody changes the lights? Amen. Make sure that the furnace and the air conditioning are running properly and things are maintained. But you don't even know who's doing it. Most of the time, most of you don't know. But it's being done, and you may think it's less honorable, but it's really very important. And I'm thankful for people that will take less honorable positions. We must be thankful of them. 
John 13, 35. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have one, one for another. All right, so it's vitally important that we love and respect one another. Amen? Amen. And appreciate one another. When's the last time you ever thanked somebody for something that you saw them do that you know blessed the entire body? Be a good idea to be thankful for that. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. This, let's read 28 through 31. And God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles and gifts of healing, helps, governments, diversities of tongues, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, have all the gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret, but covet earnestly the best gifts, and ye shew, and yet shew I unto you a more excellent way. You know, one of the things, one of the things that jumps out at me that Brother Imel just read helps. helps. The ministry of helps? What is the ministry of helps? <laughs> what do you do at the church? I help out. Well, what specifically do you do? Whatever needs help. I set up chairs. I set up tables. I serve. Whatever. I do whatever needs help. We're short a Sunday school teacher. I can help out with that. We're cleaning up after an auction. Well, I can help with that. We're serving food and we're short a server. I don't do that. I'm the pastor of the church. I preach on Sunday morning. I do some counseling, but that's it. I, I am the pastor of the church. No, you are a servant of the Lord, and whatever needs to be done, if you have the ability to do it, and nobody else is there, you help. Didn't get too many amens on that. You help. That is one of the most important ministries in the church. Help. Anybody ever need help? I could use some help. Well, when you see something, it's brought to your attention, and you have the ability to do it. Help. Amen? Help. One of the... This, last two thoughts I want to share with you. Parts can be lost and parts can be replaced. Did you know that? We can have transplants these days. It's amazing. What can be done to our bodies these days? It's amazing what can't be done too, but there are some pretty amazing things that can be done. And when one part fails or even perishes, there can be transplants. Now the part 
that separates itself, this is important, the part that separates itself or is severed from the body cannot survive without the body, but the body can survive without the part. If I lose my hand, which is vital to my, the way I live, <clears throat> I can still survive. My hand can't unless it's reattached or I have a transplant. There are going to be some parts that get hurt or injured or even severed from the body. But the body will go on. I remember when we were, uh, when we were being trained at Fort Polk, they said there are only two areas that you have to be concerned about being hidden in battle. Your head or your heart. Any other part... We can get to you soon enough, we can save you. We can get you home, we can repair you, fix you. Your heart and your head. And by the way, don't worry about that either because if you get it in the heart or in the head, you're going to die quick anyway. <laughs> so really, you got nothing to worry about. If you're feeling pain, chances are we're going to get you home. The last point, the one thing that I cannot survive without is my head. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 18. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. Mm. The one thing you can't afford to lose is the headship of Jesus Christ. You can't afford that. And I'll tell you a part of the body I don't want to be. I know that the body needs a small amount but I just don't want to be fat. What part are you in the body? Well, I'm just fat. I don't want to be fat, and I don't want to be separated. I want to be useful. I want to be what God designed me to be, my part, using the gifting that God has given me for the benefit of the entire body. In Jesus' name. Jesus, I pray today that each member of the body today would be able to identify their place and their gifting and to be thankful to be a part of the body at all and to be willing to do whatever benefits the body and glorifies the head. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this Abundant Life Church podcast. We pray it has strengthened your relationship with God and will continue to be a light unto your pathway to heaven. If you have any questions or comments regarding this podcast, please telephone our ministerial team at 262-965-5177 or email us at info at abundantlifechurch.org.